there's no wait music again. Really? Yeah. And the first one I send you never works. I have to send it a second time. So weird. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Lush Talk About It, where we get drunk and talk shit. We talk about everything. No holds barred. I'm here. I am Danny, and I have my lovely, lovely, lovely favorite co-host in the world, DK. Hey. We love her so much. Do we? Do we really? Yes. <gasps> I couldn't do it with anybody else. Oh. And... I know. I just, I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too, my llama. Llama, 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 llama. Happy llama, sad llama. Mentally disturbed llama. I mean, that's definitely us. Do you know that song? No. <gasps> All right, I'm sending you that video later. Happy llama, sad llama. Mentally disturbed llama. Drama llama, mama llama. Big fat. Oh, shit, what is that? Is that mama llama? Oh, I fucked up. Anyways, I've had a couple <laughs> drinks, which is important to this podcast. Yes. Um, so, DK, what are you drinking? Um, I have um, a box of Moscato that I've been nursing. Mm. A whole big box. Box is the smart way to go. It's very economical. You get your bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. I definitely got a lot of bang out of this one. Yes, you have. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, um, Danny, what are you drinking? I am drinking Corona Light. Ooh. I went with some light piss water beer tonight because it makes me happy. And that's what matters. Yep. I'm not here for the buzz. I'm here for the good time. Right. Anyway, yeah, that's what we're drinking. And those um, particular companies should definitely, by the way, sponsor us. A million percent. Yes. I'll like, take... Not, oh, my God. I'm not saying you have to spend a lot of money on us. I'm just saying you should give us free shit. Yeah. Like, I'll take any sponsor of the alcohol variety. I can make anything work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a snob, but my favorite anything is when it's free. Yeah. We're very different in that regard. However, I make some really good mixers for shit. So I'll just be like, hey, DK, here's what you need to do with that. Definitely down. That'll be good. All right. So that's what we're drinking. But what are we supposed to be lush talking about today? Um, we're lush talking about the May Young Classic 2. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Me too. So excited. Um, if you haven't heard anything, if you live under a rock, the May Young Classic is an all-women's tournament that the WWE holds, um, mostly basically on their NXT brand, is I guess what the closest offshoot would be. Um, and one of the things we love then about the May Young Classic is that it's just women, and it showcases women from all over the world of different backgrounds, ethnicities, styles, stories. Um, but yes, basically, we love everything about this whole big thing that is happening. And so we're going to kind of talk about it and um, how much the best part, in my opinion, is that it's 110% about the women. Like, everything, as far as we know, down to the announcers, which, side note, WWE totally reads my blog. 
just want to throw it out there because I said several, several days ago that Renee and Beth Phoenix, Renee Young and Beth Phoenix had to be in commentary. And would you look at that? What ended up being announced and happened? <gasps> we get Renee and Beth. So yes. WWE one credit me two. Fuck yes, we get Renee and Beth. Oh my god, dude, I'm so hyped. And that and the fact that Renee is going to be calling all of Raw this upcoming I Monday. No, oh my I god. have to watch I... the whole thing now. <laughs> it's going to be rough because I got training in the Tuesday morning, but I'm going to be here for it because I fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But, you know, that's to come. Right now we're talking about Mae Young. Classic. Yeah. Not Mae Young herself. We love Mae Young, though. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things I will say this about the Mae Young classic is that it's kind of like a modern day diva search. Because all of these competitors, they do really have the opportunity to get signed with WWE, as oversaturated as it may be. Um, but if if they have the potential to be truly rounding out the women's division, especially in NXT right now, they kind of need a little bit more women's talent, seeing as how everybody just recently got moved up to the uh, main roster, with the exception of Nikki fucking Cross. <laughs> anyway... Um, so it's kind of time to really start pulling more in. And I think this is a really great way of them revving up their division. And I mean, how can you talk badly about a competition that has some of these people on it? And I'm not going to name the entire roster of competitors because we'd be here all day. And I'd also fuck up some of their pronunciations. Most but, of them. Yeah. Solid amount. But some of the ones that definitely I can say properly and also that I know and I love are like Allison Kay, um, Isla Dawn, Ginny, Caitlin is back, which is huge. Lacey Lane, Mercedes Martina, Mia Yim, <gasps> Nicole Matthews, Tina Arconti, who we all know from NXT now, Tegan Knox or Tegan Knox, Tony Storm, Zaya Brookside. I mean, the list goes on. Vanessa Craven. It's huge. It's a huge amount of amazing talent from all walks of the world and life. Absolutely. Now, I will say this. One of the big bummers is the mm. fact that they, they've just recently started shooting um, the matches for this. And Tegan Knox is already knocked out again with what's being reported as a broken leg that was sustained during the taping of that first round. I'm just pouting. I know it's awful. Like it just, it sucks so hard because one, I think she was one of the favorites to win um, because she's so incredible, but also she had to pull it last year because of uh, knee injury as well. So this poor girl just can't catch a break. No, and it's one of those things, like, when you're looking forward to getting a really good contract, like, the fact that this is the second year in a row that you're injured, mm -hmm. like, it, it does not look good. It doesn't look good. No. And it just, I don't know, it just bums me out. Like, I was, I was hoping it was just, like, a knee strain, but, yeah, the reports coming out are, like, nah, homegirl is, she's out, she's done. And it just sucks. It's a I, huge bummer. I hate all injuries, but especially my girls. Yeah. 
Anyway, the good news is we are going to go off and talk about some of our favorites that we're super looking forward to. Because despite the fact that there are 32 entrants that we're just generally super pumped about, we've got a few favorites that we're going to talk about. Yes. And the first, the first for me is going to be Isla Dawn, um, who, for those of you who don't know, she got into wrestling because of my man, Killian Dane. She's super talented as an in-ring competitor. She's also super open about her health struggles, specifically with PCOS. So, another one of our faves that I have to talk about, or else DK will have, like, an aneurysm trying to talk. Mm-hmm. I will. Is about a woman we have definitely yelled about before, and we'll yell about forever, is Mia Yim. <sighs> oh, my God. We just love you, Mia. Come on the podcast and just talk shit with us, please. Please do. She has had just such an amazing career. She has been the valet. She has been the strong woman in the ring. She has just spanned so many promotions. And I think one of the things that both of us just love so much, besides how strong as fuck she is in a ring, is that she uses her notoriety and her, you know, quote-unquote fame for the platform to talk about real issues, especially domestic violence. She is very honest about what she's gone through and what she's experienced. And she doesn't apologize for who she is. She's just like, listen, I've done this. This has happened to me here. I am. This is what's fucked up and needs to stop. And this is what's awesome. Like she is just so she's just a strong woman, like in all the senses. And we fucking love her. Absolutely. Oh my God. I love you. Mia. Yeah. And again, I'm literally not allowed to say more and go off. Though we all know that I would love to. Yes. We are restricting you (laughs) for time constraints. Absolutely, because we don't have 15 minutes to spend on just how much I love me. Um, That felt like a low blow, but I'll allow it. (laughs) I gotta take them where I can get them. Um, That's what she said! (laughs) Anyway... Um, another woman that we were super pumped about is Katie Catanzaro, um, who, for those of you who don't know, she came, she first came to the public eye while doing American Ninja Warrior. Um, she is a gymnast. She's super duper fucking talented. And with American Ninja Warrior, she was the first woman ever to scale the warped wall, which is super amazing because that's a very high wall and she is a very small person. Every time I've ever watched the warped wall, I like cringe because I'm like, I could never come. Oh my god! Right? I just look like an idiot and probably split my head open. I would make it up the first itty bitty curve of it, and I'd be done. (laughs) I would. I would definitely cause myself bodily injury. Oh yeah, I'm coming out with a broken arm. So, fuck yeah, she is strong and she is incredible and talented. Um, the next one we have to talk about, and I am so pumped. This is my, one of my personal favorites, and I'm just, oh my god, I'm beside myself, is Caitlyn! <gasps> if you don't know, Caitlyn is a former WWE competitor. She was the Divas champ for a while. Um, she had just an incredible rivalry with Paige for a long time, and it was just... Oh, my God. 
she's fucking great. She's um, known as a bodybuilder before she came into wrestling. And she just, she kills it. And recently that um, WWE, because she's besties with Big E, they put out a match rewind with her and Big E watching their mixed tag match from uh, SummerSlam five years ago. And it's like the fucking cutest thing in the world. Oh my God, it was so adorable. Oh my God. Like Caitlyn and Big E are just going off about how much they've missed each other and how much they love each other. And it is just so sweet. And I've never heard a bad word about Caitlyn. And I think in a ring, she is super talented. And for such a short career initially, she really, really made an impact. She really, truly did. And I'm just, I'm so happy she's back. So happy. Oh, my God. I I didn't know. Um, so another one that I'm super pumped about in the, at the very least is Tynara Conti, mm. who was in the very first May Young Classic. Um, she's just super talented. We haven't seen too much of her in WWE or NXT just yet. Um, they've started to bring her in a couple times and then kind of backdragged on her, which I don't know why. Um, but she's super talented. Oh my God. She's like super fucking pretty. She's so cute. And I just love her. I love her. I just, every time I see her, I'm like, that girl could fucking kill me. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> like, there are certain people you see them, and you're like, oh, my God, I would be dead. And she is one of them. She's bubbly and sweet, but she could literally suffocate me with her thighs. Yeah. Like, Please do. I, Please do. Well, that's, your, that's your choice. <laughs> I would just, I would let her knock me out and say thank you later. That's fair. Like, oh, my God, she's incredible. Um, another one is good old Rhea Ripley. <gasps> she She's a name that has just been floating around, I feel like, forever. And she did the May Young Classic last year as well. And she's been with NXT um, basically since then. And she is just – she's so fucking talented. And she is one that I would not be surprised to see win at all. Absolutely. Um, another one that is actually probably my number one pick to win it all is actually Tony Storm. Same. Like, she's super talented, super charismatic. Like, the only reason that she isn't a bigger name than she already is is just simply because of how young she is. At least that's my opinion. Because there's no other reason to explain why she doesn't have more accolades to her. And I, like, legitimately, I think my money's on her this year. Yeah. No, I agree. I think she has been fairly all over the world um, as far as wrestling goes. She was in it last year as well. Mm -hmm. um, And got pretty far into it. So... Yeah, she's so talented, and I could definitely see her winning it. Absolutely, I like. But, I want to say, I want to say last year wasn't she knocked out in like not the very last round, but the round before by Kyrie Sane, who won it last year. Yeah, the semifinals. Yeah, yeah, I think she was. That sounds right. Like, yeah, like WWE clearly recognizes this girl's talent, yeah. and. Yeah, she's definitely one of the ones I'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense why she won it. 
Um, another person, though, that I love personally, um, and I know DK does too, but I'm oh like, my god, oh my god, I'm so fucking stoked to say her name right now, Mercedes Martinez. Oh my god, oh. DK described her as amazing, beautiful, strong, talented. I went on to add indie darling goddess love, which you're not wrong. I'm not wrong because I've been hearing her name for years um especially through shimmer through like california promotions women's stuff like i have heard about this woman forever i feel like um it might be an exaggeration it might not have been that long but it feels a while and i think she is so strong and so amazing and just she's so good in a ring like she's been around the block she gets it and yeah, I just oh my god, I love her so much. She's an indie darling goddess. Yeah, I would I would absolutely love to see her take it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna happen because I think she has too much of an indie career, and I don't think she's gonna leave that anytime soon. Yeah, but she definitely deserves to go far again this year, like she did last year. Yeah, she just oh my god, she just deserves all the yelling and all the happy. Absolutely. So. All right. And since uh, the finals of the Mae Young Classic are going to be featured during Evolution, the first women's, all women's pay-per-view with WWE, we're also going to kind of go off about stuff that we want to see during that pay-per-view. If we're going to have all the women's, we should have some memorable, huge moments. Absolutely. Especially because we're going to have all the women's. Yes. And um, the first thing that we kind of wish would happen is Nia versus Karma. That'd be a hell of a fucking match. Holy shit. I think that would be a broken ring kind of match. Oh my god. Their body slams alone cause earthquakes. And I'm not saying that's like a weight thing. I'm saying because they're strength. They're super strong. They would fuck shit up. Yeah. Like, Naya's strength is disturbing, in my opinion. Oh, my God. She, she would literally ruin my day. Yeah. Um, that said, as much as I love that match, uh, Danny here would like to formally request that Karma, you know just does a little continuity work in the WWE and beats up the Bellas backstage before the match. Thanks. That would be, that would be pretty nice. That's all I want. (laughs) Um, Another thing um, that we want to see during this is Trish versus Lita 2.0. I'm literally (laughs) gripping my hands together. Oh my God. I know, right? I know, right? And an alternate to that that we would accept is going to be Trish versus Mickey James, in yes. which case we want Lita interfering and knocking them both out. Listen, if I cannot have Trish and Lita one more time because my little baby heart is dying over that, if it has to be Lita, Lita interfering, I want fucking Lita salts for everyone. Yes. Lita reigns supreme and just fucks everybody up. Yes. Like, she can literally just lead assault me. Like, can she do that? Is that a question for a friend? Can she do that to me? 
I think if we asked really nicely and donated to a dog rescue, dude, I will she would lead all us of up. the dog less all of the dog rescues. Yeah. I would give them so many fresh blankies. I think if we did that and talked about punk rock music, she would lead assault us. I love punk rock music. Exactly. I think we have an in. Please. <sighs> Please. Hey Lita, you wanna come on the podcast? <laughs> hey Lita, do you wanna fuck up my day? Lita, please. <laughs> we promise to only ask the good questions because we're big feminists and intelligent people. I will probably just stare with hard eyes the entire time. We're we're not shitty bro wrestling podcasts. We're not. We're not. We want to talk about your shit for real. We're thirsty bitches. We're that kind of podcast. Yeah, we want to talk about your history and your story, but also just compliment your tits. Yes. A plus. A plus. So good. The other thing, which if you're brand, <laughs> brand new to this podcast and you've never heard us go off about this, one of the things we would really just, you know, die to happen during evolution is if we could finally announce China being fucking inducted into the Hall of Fame. Jesus fucking Christ. The fact that it is 2018 and I have to still state China deserves it is so fucked up. Super fucked up. What the fuck, WWE? I should not be getting stoked when Triple H actually said her name a few months ago. Right? Like, why are we playing the she didn't exist game when we all fucking remember her? We all remember her, and she did so fucking much, not only just specifically for the women's division, but for WWE as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, especially at this point, I would say in a lot of people's lives, even if they're not, like, our age, mid, late 20s, early 30s, earlier than that, later than that, they remember D-Generation X. Like, yes. they had such an impact. And if you think those people think, oh, it was just Triple H and Sean... You're fucking dumb. Like, fucking we, dumb. We don't forget China and X-Pac and... I'd love to forget X-Pac, though. I was just... I literally was just about to be like, and those other ones, but mostly let's <laughs> pretend I didn't say X-Pac. Do you mean um, uh, Road Dog And, and uh, Billy Kidman, yeah. Billy Kid. Oh, yeah. God. But mostly X-Pac, let's pretend I didn't say his name, and Billy and Road Dog come first. But if you think we don't know that China was a thing... You're pretty damn dumb. Mm-hmm. And there's zero reason for her not to be in the Hall of Fame except for a personal fucking grudge. Which is ridiculous. Because, listen, Steph, huge fan here. Um, just because she had your man's dick first doesn't mean shit. Yeah. You're the, one, you're the one with it now. You're the one who ended with it. Capture the flag. You got it. And if you're trying to play the, oh, she was a drug addict, she did porn, bitch, once again... X-Pac and Sonny, fuck the fuck off. And, like, I, I hate to be that person, but, like, Xavier Woods and Paige and somebody else. Brad Maddox. Brad Maddox. Where, didn't they jizz on a title? Yeah, on Paige's Divas title. They jizzed on a fucking title. And yet Paige is our GM. Xavier is super fucking over in one of the biggest fucking stables. And nobody knows who the fuck Brad Maddox is, but that's okay because we don't really give a fuck. And I'm not saying this to shit on any of them, except well, for maybe Brad, Brad Maddox. Well, Brad Maddox was sexy rough there when he debuted. Do you remember that? 
I don't. <laughs> oh my god, he debuted on the main roster as a ref, and everyone. What did they? It wasn't sexy ref, but they had a nickname for him, and that's why he kept getting brought back because he was like pretty. Ref. He was so fucking pretty, and he was the ref. <laughs> and now I can't remember what. Oh, I can't it was clearly them. clearly unimportant. But the the fact of the matter is, like, we're not saying it to shit on these people. We're no. just saying this is an example of it. Currently, people who are in a really great position who happen to have kind of a shitty history. Yeah. Something shitty that happened to them. Because that, to be fair, was something that they filmed for themselves, not for the public, but it got leaked. Yeah. But it can be very heavily argued that China was not a willing participant in the video that she did. So why are we holding it against her? It just... It just does not make sense in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't. Like, yeah. She, her name should not be on the blacklist for WWE. Absolutely. Do you know who should be on the blacklist? Uh, Does it start with Hulk and with Hogan? Yes! Amazing. Speaking of of porn tapes that nobody ever wanted to fucking see. Oh my god, why? first of all nobody ever wants to see that man fucking naked second of all nobody wants to listen to him and his racist fucking diatribe but sure let's keep china from the hall of fame okay and let's reinstate fuckster racist fucking we'll come up with a better nickname later once we actually give a fucking damn but for right now that's not the case nope no i'm just gonna curse about him fucking (sighs) Do you want to move on and start talking about something a little bit more positive? I was just going to say, let's go away from the fact that China's totally disrespected and we love her into something that makes us kind of dreamful and hopeful. Yes. And that would be women's tag titles. (laughs) And my my favorite concept about this is if we do get women's tag titles going into evolution, one of the biggest women's tag teams currently is the poorly named Hug Connection. Boss Hug Connection? Is that what it is? Something like that. Something equally fucking stupid. I think it's... Is it Boss and Hug? I think it's Boss and Hug. And that's so fucking stupid. I hate that. Um, But if that is the case, I would like to see Sasha continue her record of not holding a title longer than the next night's Raw. (gasps) I'm super here for the hot potato where Sasha loses. I mean, I generally don't like hot potato, but if it's Sasha losing, then yeah, sure. Let's keep doing that. I think, you know, I, I'm i torn on the women's tag titles because on one hand, I'm like, it's putting another belt into an already convoluted, oversaturated situation where other belts aren't being treated right. And then on the other hand, I'm like, oh my God, women's wrestling. Yes. And we showcase it all the time. Yes. Then again, I go back to like the titles right now, the tag titles for the men. And it's like, Tag teams get pushed out of the way all of a sudden. Like, Shazaro, we lost for how many weeks there? Yeah, they were gone for, like, a month and a half. And it's, like, there's just too many, and they can't keep up with all of them. So it's a real struggle for me to, like, pick a side of it. I always want women to have more, though. So that kind of always will win. Like, isn't that equality? Like, the women have the same opportunities and will get treated just as shitty as the men with the tag titles. (laughs) It's only fair. I think that's equality right there. 
<laughs> um, so that said, something else we really, really, really want for this is to have not just JoJo Offerman announcing, but to have Lillian Garcia back. Oh my God, yes. Like, let me tell you guys, I had the biggest fucking crush on Lillian for the longest fucking time. And as much as I love her and I would love to see her call the whole thing, like, JoJo, despite the fact that she's been taking that swamp dick for some time now, like, I still really love her and she deserves to be a part of this. Yes. Despite the swamp dick. Every time you say that, I just cringe. Swamp (laughs) dick. Stop it! Never, ever trust a white dude with dreads, you guys. Never. In case you missed that memo. He would be on one of the shitty reality shows of Animal Planet. He would be. That's, he is a shitty Animal Planet documentary. That's what I'm saying. Um, that said, JoJo is great on the mic. And, She's so good. You know, for me at least, again, because of the arrows I've grown up in, it's just not the same without Lillian. And, like, especially her interactions ringside with talent. She oh, my always, God. I can, like, in my mind, think of so many, like, faces she made at other people or they try to take something for her or take her chair. And, like, just those little moments really mm-hmm. made it feel like a whole production. Um, and also, uh, her singing the national anthem is fucking chill-inducing. Oh, my God. Absolutely. So beautiful every time. I still, to this day, remember her singing it the first um broadcast that they did after september 11th oh my god i still to this day remember it yes oh my god i'm feeling all emotional i remember her doing it for the uh tribute to the troops all the time oh my god yeah and it's just like oh my it's just so good it's just such a big voice and she's just so confident in what she does i love it i love Uh, her i love her can we do a crossover episode of Chasing Glory with Lush Talk About It? <gasps> Lush Talk About Chasing Glory? Yes! That is the fucking dream. The fucking dream. Lillian, hear us out, okay? We won't be totally wasted for your show with us. No, we'll actually moderate that shit. Yes, and we'll offer you whatever we have. <laughs> and I will we- offer you half a box of Franzia. Yes, I'll give you at least a six pack of some beer. It'll be okay. <laughs> um, we would just we just want to talk wrestling and music and life and your amazingness. Please, thank you. Please, we just want to. We basically just want to sit around for an hour and tell you how much we love you. I want to rave about your hair until you're tired of <gasps> hearing it. Oh my god! Right? Isn't your hair amazing? It's perfect. So fucking gorgeous. <sighs> Lillian, we love you. So much. So much. Mm. So much. I'm just having Lillian moments, but it's fine. I know. I know we should move on, but at the same time, it's just like Lillian. It feels disrespectful. God. We should move on now. And with that, we do. I mean, this is WWE we're talking about, and it wouldn't be WWE without some weird fucking stipulation match. Personally, I came up with, I think, a great, great idea. And if you missed our 
last episode, I spoke about how great of a match I came up with, where it's going to be a name versus name match. You fight for the right to have your name because there's so many people with the same names in WWE. So and many. I, I want that to carry over to the May Young Classic, okay? I want Killer Kelly versus Kelly Kelly. I want Nicole Matthews versus Nikki Bella. I want Ariel Monroe versus Ariel in full vampire getup, mind you. <laughs> I want Ashley Rain versus Ashley Mazzaro in full shitty punk getup. I want Lacey Lane versus Lacey Evans. Wait, spoiler alert for the Lacey versus Lacey match. Is Lacey uh, Lane going to completely destroy Lacey Evans's wig? Probably. Excellent. I'm here for it. You know, we got to build that heat somehow. But that said, the most important match that I want in this name versus name gig, I want Tony Storm versus Tony Nice. Yes. Now we know we are talking about the very first ever women's only pay-per-view evolution. However, Tony would be the only man allowed on the show, but it's because he's got style and a sassy attitude. So he would fit right. He would fit right in. And he definitely, I will not believe that anybody in the world that ever tries to argue with us, he definitely knows how to flat iron and would definitely help them out. And he absolutely learned how to flat iron hair from Drew Gulak during those dark times of 205 Live. Like, I fully believe that Tony would, Deese would start this match trying to point out his abs and Oof. how pretty he is. And Tony so is. Oh, he is. But Tony Storm would just be like flipping her hair, throw off her hat, and just knock him the fuck out. She would destroy him. Like, it would be game on from the start of The Pretty People. Mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm. 100,000% here for it. Especially if Drew Gulak comes out to, to like, cheer on Nice oh. and Tony takes him down, too. My babies. It would Listen, be so good. I love Drew Gulak so much, but I would pay very good money to see Tony Storm absolutely fucking destroy him. I just want her to, like, missile dropkick him from, like... <gasps> outside like in like from in the ring outside the ring like that's I just so... I just came a little you're welcome for that imagery because <laughs> it would be amazing it really would it really really truly would um also generally it just this is just something that I like from sports in general is when you get a really good locker room clearing brawl where just everybody murders the worst woman alive that's, um, that's a dream. That's a dream right there. I'm really here for it. I think there's one time I'd be cool with us going back into the dark ages of WWE women. And I remember, I think it was when Layla debuted after winning the Diva Search. They had her in the shower in the locker room and were like spanking her or something. If we could just get the worst woman alive in there, but instead of spanking her, they just like literally beat the shit out of her in the shower. <laughs> I would love it. Like, I'm here for that. Let's remedy some of that sexist bullshit from before with better stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so here for that. Somebody bring a suitcase into that shower and just knock her the fuck out with it. Just give it to... When we say somebody with a suitcase, we really mean Nia Jax. 
Yes. A thousand percent. Um, I'm going to need Naya to just fuck her up. Please. Thank you. So much. I would pay so much. Mm. Such a good idea, girl. That said, if we're doing this all women's pay-per-view gig, I expect it to be all women. Okay? That said, I'm going to need Jessica Carr to be the ref. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Period. I don't want, like, for Mae Young right now, they're having Renee, Beth, and then Michael Cole. No. For Evolution, I want Renee, Beth, and another woman. And then I want a woman's ref. I'm here for it. That's my dream. Wait, question. Would Byron Saxton count? Yes. Okay. Because let's be honest, you know, if Tony Nese ain't around with the flat iron, Byron got them. That's so true. That's so Byron, true. He's, he's here for you. He will hold the mirror while you have to do your eyeliner. He's a good dude like that. You know, he will tell you if your top and bottoms don't match. And I mean that like shirt and skirt, not underwear. Because if it was your underwear, he would, like, cover his eyes and be so scared. Yeah. Like, you would have to show him, like, when you weren't wearing them. Yes. And it would have to be something moderately modest. I like to think if Byron joined Renee and Beth on commentary, they would be so cuddling to him, and he wouldn't know what to do. They, he, no, he really, truly wouldn't. Like, he he's, wouldn't. He's so used to Corey beating him up. Not that I'm not usually on Corey's side for that. Oh, yeah. No, I totally agree with it. Like, 100%. But it would be interesting to see Byron. Like, could you imagine him stating his opinion and then, like, Renee just being like, yeah, I agree with you. That's a valid point. You might – I might disagree, but that's valid. And Byron just be like, uh, uh, what, uh, huh, what? He'd have – he would have a chubby the entire – the entire (laughs) He would not know what to do. It, it's kind of the antithesis of Zelina Vega telling off Samoa Joe. Like, he definitely got hard from that. <laughs> <laughs> and I will never believe otherwise. Oh, my God. Oh, I feel you on that one. Um, he feels it more. <laughs> so, yeah. That's just... Those are some ideas we have for this whole May Young Finals Evolution pay-per-view. Um, as well as our picks for the Mae Young Classic. Spoiler alert, we're super bowling for Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Though, to be fair, like, I don't think there's a single woman involved that I would be upset if they won. Oh, my God, no. Not even a little bit. Like, there's like, just <sighs> Last year, I thought there was, there was a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. But this year, there's just... There's a lot of people that I'm surprised that they were able to get, first of all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kind of wish they would have been able to get Jazzy Gabert to come back. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that she's still recovering from injury. Like, she had, yeah. a neck, she had neck surgery. Um, so that's probably why she's not back. But, dude, there's just so many amazing, talented entertainers involved in this. And I'm, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. Yeah, like, we have our favorites for sure, but, like, 
I totally forgot, like, uh, Rachel Evers, like, Rachel Allering, as her really real name is, is in this, too. Like, I totally blanked that out, I guess. Like, there's, listen, there was a lot of amazing names. Yeah, like, the daughter of fucking Paul Allering is in this. <laughs> Holy shit! So, yeah, we're super, super pumped to watch it. Obviously, based on this podcast, you know that we have now looked at spoilers because we want to be happily surprised, except for the part where our baby Tegan got hurt. Yeah. I did I did, I did accidentally see a few spoilers, <gasps> and I tried really hard to, like, not, like, have them stick in my head. I haven't seen any, so I'm, like, I'm really staying neutral on this. Um, but, yeah. No matter what, we are such fucking huge, huge fans of women's wrestling. And we want more women's, women's wrestling. We want more women um, on the announce table, in the ring, around the ring, doing what they do. And being showcased for the strong fucking warriors they are. Yes. That's my pump-up speech. I'm into it. All right, cool. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that is our show. So we hope you guys got some hot takes from this. We didn't do a terrible lot of shit talking this time. But there's no there's no shit talking to be had. Yeah, like there's just so much good to look forward to at this point. Like after the fact, after we see this, there'll be shit talking probably. Oh yeah. Because of WWE. But we are trying to stay optimistic and hopeful. And whenever I see anything that's all women's wrestling, I am fucking excited. Yeah, it's really hard to get mad about that. Yeah. So, and they did such a good job last year for the Mae Young Classic, too. They really did. Like, this is not an event that has, in the past, shit the bed. So, here's to hoping. Crossing our fingers. And our toes. Those two, yes. We... With that being said, our loves, we do truly hope that you enjoyed this episode, and we are going to have to bid you folks all adieu. Bye-bye. Always love. Be good to each other. We're always here for you. You can get us on Tumblr, Twitter, Gmail, Facebook, all that good shit. Mwah.